0: And 75 cents a barrel. And we join on the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina.
1: Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to the listeners. Well, Narina, it was
0: a blue Monday on the markets, or uh, maybe we should say a red Monday. <laughs> and, and, and topping the list of bad news was, of course, that uh, quarter one labor survey. But what does that tell us about the state of employment in South Africa?
1: But, you know, I guess it, it confirms really just what we see and what we experience um, around employment and joblessness in South Africa, um, and certainly nothing to joke about. It, it, it was a shocking report, even for those who've been warning of, of increasing job losses in the South African economy. Um, you know, the official inflation, um, sorry, unemployment rate um, peaking at 26.7% in the first quarter. Um, and I guess for me, some of the bigger and concerning numbers are, when you're Look at the expanded definition of, um, of unemployment. We're talking there about 36 points, um, more than 36%, so more than one out of three people out of jobs. And I think the biggest concern should be for the, for, for government should be around um, unemployment amongst the youth, where the official unemployment rate for youth is now over 50%. And if you take the expanded definition, in other words, those people that, have, that, that also want to work but have basically given up all hope of finding a job, you're looking at a number of, uh, in excess of so two out of every three young people in South Africa who can work and want to work are not in a position to find a job. And this must be the biggest crisis that faces the South African economy and one that cannot just be addressed by doing the same things over and over again. We have to start doing things differently if we can expect to really make a a sustainable change to the economic growth, but in particular the employment position in South Africa.
0: But do you think that we do have the answers to that? What exactly is it that we're supposed to do differently?
1: I think one of the concerns that we find is the so-called jobless growth. So not only do we have a lack of growth in the country, but but quite a bit of the growth that we've seen coming has come from areas in the economy that are not labor-intensive. So I think our focus needs to be much more specifically on job-rich growth. So really looking at areas such as manufacturing, such as tourism, such as agriculture and so on, areas of the economy that really requires labor and I think requires lower-skilled labor, as well. I think for too long we have sort of pinned our hopes on the, on the mining sector and thought that that was going to be the saving grace and with the global economy really just something the way that it is and the demand for commodities having declined to the level that it has, that is not the answer for the South African economy. We have to turn our attention to other parts of, of job rich growth and in particular really focus on um, the, the appropriate skills development. So not just um, blanket sort of education and skills improvement but the specific skills and even retraining of workers that would be required to suit a different type of job-rich growth.
0: And speaking of mining, that was another very red part of the markets yesterday, Arena. and some mining stocks falling as much as 15% on the day. Talk to us about that sure. and, 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 you know, the rand as well slumping to its worst level in more than a month. What's yes, going on?
1: One would have thought that the the very weak rand, the rand weakening by more than 2%, that that would have helped our mining stocks. But I'm afraid the slump in the the commodity prices partly precipitated by a a stronger U.S. dollar, but more importantly sort of influenced by those trade numbers that we saw coming out of China yesterday, um, really marking 18 months of of worsening export and import numbers in China. So really what we saw there was a case of um, the commodity price slump, Translating into severe losses on our mining boards. Um, these are companies that have really, um, in the first quarter of this year, um, run up very hard and probably way ahead of the, of the fundamentals supporting those price rises. So yesterday was a, was in part a bit of a of a sanity check and a reality check coming in for our, our mining stocks. I think one that was quite interesting is is the drop in the oil price because with those Canadian wildfires, I think there's been an expectation that talk about approximately 2 million barrels of oil being taken out of production from Canada and, and the expectation was that that should provide a bit of a support for the oil price but the rise in U.S. crude oil inventories as well as finished good energy um, uh, inventories in America have really lifted um, the, the supply that is available and have therefore caused oil prices to fall by somewhere between 3 and 4% yesterday. And that certainly weighed on, on our mining stocks as well as on, on the FTSE, which is quite a resource and commodity-rich um, equity market.
0: Okay, I refuse to leave it on that note because we know... Uh, Along with all of that, we also have the cold weather starting to bite, Narina. Um So at least there is some good news, at least I think it is, with Eskom not forecasting any load shedding this winter. Well, it's definitely good
1: news from the point of view that hopefully we can get through this winter without having to get up in, in both the cold and the dark. But I, I just want us to, to, to maybe be a, a little bit realistic about what we've seen there. Um, I think um, the p- politicians would love to tell us that this is because Eskom's turnaround Strategy is working, but the reality is that the demand for electricity in South Africa has slumped to the same sort of levels that we saw during the 2008 economic recession, um, slumped by about nine percent from its peak. And just to put that into into context, that is the equivalent of about um, two thirds or to three quarters of a full-blown power station such as Madupi. So essentially, the demand has taken out of of the equation as much as two thirds. Of a full new um, uh, power station such as Madupi, so what we 're seeing here is that the reason why we won't um, expect load shedding this winter is not because the supply side has really been improved all that much but really because of the poor economic growth in the energy rich sectors in our economy has really taken the demand out of the equation and and, and that um, that cannot be a good thing for our economy we just spoke about the need for economic growth and especially the job rich growth let's celebrate the fact that we won't expect a load shedding this winter but let's also keep keep in mind um, the real reason why there won't be any load shedding
0: oh well i tried uh, thank you so much <laughs> narina <laughs> speak to you again tomorrow morning uh that was narina fissa strategist at etfsa when doctors or nurses treat your child do